Hi everybody, today is Wednesday the 10th of June and this is 11s. It's now 10 to 1 and I thought I wonder if I could actually record a podcast in one take um, and I can't. <laughs> this is actually um, take two but whether I could record a podcast in 10 minutes um, so that's what I'm going to try because I know Chris will be messaging me soon on our Amazon Alexa to say are we having lunch? So um, let's see how we get on. So I wanted to talk about Mark Matusek. Last night, I had the pleasure of interviewing Mark for my podcast. Um, and his episode will go live in a couple of weeks. And Mark is a writer. He's a former journalist. He's worked with people like Andy Warhol, um, he worked with Ram Dass helping write his last book. He's um, worked with all sorts of different people as a journalist. He interviewed lots and lots of people. Um, and now he, he writes part time and he teaches part time. So those are two strands of the work that he does. I've known of Mark. Oh, when would it be? Um over 10 years ago, I probably came across him and started reading his posts and I got his book, uh, well, one of his books, the first one, uh, well, it would have been the first one, no, probably not. I, I'm really rubbish on remembering titles of books, but I read um, sort of the more autobiographical book that he'd written about his life. Um, and he's got a book out about writing that I'm reading um, he's got another book which I always stumble over and I stumbled over it on the podcast. Sad to say, I'm really sorry if I always forget this book title. Um, anyway, I've got it written down here. So let me just read it off my notes. Um, it's called When You're Falling Dive. Um, and I always want to say When You're Falling Rise. Um, I don't know why. It's it's quite a tricky title, really. It's... Um, I think it's just the unexpected phrase. I don't know. But yeah, I have trouble uh, remembering that one. So I've got all my notes here that I wrote and all the questions. And I did ask him a lot of the questions, but it was really great because it evolved into a conversation. And he said something and I picked up on it. And then he said something else. And that triggered another thought. And I asked him another question. Um, but He's been on my wish list to talk to for a long time, not necessarily for the podcast, which isn't this one. It's my Follow Your Bliss podcast. But um, I don't know, when I read his stuff, I thought, oh, I'd really love to talk to you sometime. And I used to think, oh, I'd really love to go on a writing retreat with you. But a lot of the in-person retreats that he does... Um, they're, they're all over the world. Um, he does some in America. He does some nice ones in Italy. Um, but they're quite expensive and they've just really been outside my budget. And a couple of weekends ago, he was doing um, an online webinar um, because he should have been in London uh, teaching a class in London. And again, I probably wouldn't have gone to that. Um, it would have been more accessible but by the time you put train costs in and possibly hotels, it just starts getting out of the realms of what 
I would really prioritise. So um, it was really great for me to be able to do this workshop with him um, online and just experience um, experience that really. So I've got the recording of that now um, and the the writing that we did. Um, so I told him about that and said how great it was to be able to um, be part of that. And yeah, we just talked about all sorts of different things. He's very much on a similar wavelength and he's into similar sorts of philosophical and spiritual things that I am. Um, I talked about essence, which is something that I talk about on Seed to Source, and he understood he understood that exactly. Um, but yeah, I was just I was really excited about doing the interview. Um, and I'd done quite a bit of preparation. I'd done some more preparation in the morning yesterday, and I didn't really, I wasn't really anxious about it or sort of having, you know, butterflies uh, beforehand, but it's always tricky when you're interviewing someone, especially someone who you don't know, because you don't know whether the conversation will stall, whether you've got enough questions, whether you've got the right questions, because coming up with the questions in isolation is, is a bit like thinking of what you'd like to ask, but not knowing how they're going to land at all. So, yeah, it's, it's very interesting um, coming up with these questions and um, putting it all together. But yeah, it was it was really great, and um, he was very open. And before we start the interview, I always say to the person I'm interviewing, "Is there anything you don't want to talk about?" And to date, nobody said, "Oh, definitely, don't ask me about such and such a thing." Um, most people are open books, um, and um, you know they're quite happy to talk. But I always ask that just in case someone says, "Oh, you know, I don't want to talk about." I don't know, a relationship or a bereavement or something that's been in the press recently or I don't know, whatever. Um, but I always ask that question. Um, and then we just dive in. I love just diving in um, and just seeing where it goes. And Chris said afterwards, because um, I was up here in my study doing the interview and Chris was downstairs but he said he could hear the joy in my voice as I was talking to Mark. And um, yeah, I, I'm really looking forward to listening back to the interview when I do the editing and um, just see what it sounds like, because it always sounds different afterwards when you're in it and you're asking things. Um, it's, it always sounds different in your head. And sometimes if I'm not quite sure how to phrase something or how to ask the question, as I'm saying it, I think, oh, I sound really gauche here and a bit flustered or um, a bit inept sometimes. But when you hear it back, it never sounds like that. It sort of, it never sounds as bad as you think it sounds. Um, but yeah, sometimes you're asking a question and thinking, gosh, this probably sounds really stupid or a bit basic. Um, but uh, yeah, it's always an experience. And I do love doing these interviews. 
I remember years ago thinking, oh, I'd love to do something like Michael Parkinson does and interview interview people and um, find out about them and ask them questions. I don't know. It's I think I'm just curious or possibly nosy. Um, but I just, I really enjoy the process. I love doing the research and I love finding things out about people that are maybe just small details, but to me, they tell a, a bigger story. Um, and I find things and I just think, oh, I really want to ask them about that. And it might be something really simple, but I just like exploring um, what people think about stuff and these little incidents that happen in their lives. So, um, yeah, that's what I did yesterday. Um, and it was really good and I was thrilled and um, it was another little thing ticked off my wish list. So I said to Mark at the end, um, I said, you know, I've wanted to talk with you for quite a while and, you know, we're talking years here. And I said, I just, that day I sent the email, I just thought basically, well, I'm just going to go for it. I'm going to send the email, I'm going to ask the question and what can he say? The worst he can say is no. Um, and, you know, he said he got the email and he just loved the what I'd said and um, the energy of it. And he was really happy to say yes. So it's just another lesson to me, which I've learned many times over that if you want something, you have to ask for it. And if you don't ask, you don't get. And the worst that someone can say is no, but um, you've got nothing to lose. So you should just go for it. So that's what I shall end with. Um, and if there's something that you want to do, then just go for it. Just ask the question. Um, so that's it from me. Um, and I shall be back again soon. Thank you as always for listening and have a great day. Bye for now.